0: In two years of doing this program, I have to admit I was had and I need to make an apology. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Beerman. So as I said, I've been doing this program now for over two years, heading toward two and a half years before much longer. And I have worked diligently to make sure that everything I share with you is accurate and it is true. And one of the sources that I used, I'm not going to name it, shared with me a a short video, and I played a part of it, the audio track, yesterday on the program. And the more I thought about it afterward, something just didn't ring right in the wee hours. And I thought about it and did a little bit of research and found out And I apologize, I am normally so careful about double-checking the things that I share with you. I don't take everything sent to me at face value. I can't. Not that I distrust some of my sources, but even some of my sources can also occasionally be fooled. And what is sad is when, quote, conservatives or those trying to put out truthful material, well, they're made fools of. And, and I have to admit that I was. And I, I need to apologize to you, my audience, at the beginning of this program. Now, toward the end of the program yesterday, what I'd shared was an audio clip from the World Economic Forum that featured Albert Barilla, who is the head of Pfizer. And in the audio clip, it made the statement, which actually he did say, but we got to put it in context, all right? And this is where we got in trouble because somebody had made a little edit in the video and I found the original video where he said we will reduce the number of people in the world by 50%. Well, what he was talking about, the number of people that cannot afford their medicines by 50%. And Normally, when somebody shares with me a video, what I generally do is I try to find the original because you never know. I've learned one thing and it's sad. It is really sad that so, and I know why it's happening. In order to devalue people that are trying to give you truth, like this program and a number of others that I know, there are some pretty bad actors out there. And what they are trying to do, what they're trying to make happen is to have us make a misstatement in order to discredit all the work and the entire body of work that anybody has ever done. It does bring us to another story that I, I ran into and I'll be sharing in just a moment. So I apologize. I will not. And, and I look, I've got a lame excuse. This is going to be a very busy week. I've got a medical procedure coming and I was trying to get out several radio programs at one time and so frankly i didn't have as much time as i normally do for each episode i had to do essentially three in a day and when that happens you know it it, it's easy to make a mistake so i beg of your forgiveness and i promise to be vastly more careful i told you a long time ago i pride myself on being accurate and not having to uh, to do what I'm doing right now. And sure enough, God humbles me fast enough, and I have to keep my word to you that if that ever happens, I will admit it. Now, while speaking about Pfizer, it doesn't let them off the hook for a lot of other stuff they've done. Now, in that same video, because I did watch the entire video, where I realized somebody's careful little edit Pulling away from a screenshot to somebody else and back took out the most critical words of that conversation. We reduced the number of people in the world and that, that cannot afford our medicines, That those words that cannot afford our medicines by 50%. And it was some good editing to make that happen, and they did it. And I looked at it, and I finally could realize where the edit occurred and how it was done. Generally, because I do edit videos, I I can tend to, to find things of that nature. And I just didn't look as close as I normally do. Now, that doesn't let Albert Barilla off the hook on everything else that he's said and done. It is obvious that Pfizer has lived on a false claim about their vaccines. You have American politicians, Australian politicians, Canadian politicians, United Kingdom politicians, uh, politicians all over the you know, European Union, in Asia, all of them believing that the vaccine would stop you from getting or spreading COVID-19. And they kept telling you all the way back in 2021, all the way back to the end of 2021, all the way to the beginning of 2022. And even the other night, I saw this commercial on TV put out by the CDC encouraging you to get the vaccine because it'll it'll stop the spread. Once again, they're sharing the lie again. And we know it's a lie because even Pfizer's own people before a, well, a hearing before the European Union came out and said, we never tested for that. We don't know the answer if it does or doesn't. We, we, don't, we don't know. We never tested. We were moving at the speed of science. See, now that is a true statement. And there are a lot of statements like that that have been made by Pfizer, Moderna, and others about how great their vaccine was. And there's no doubt, as you look now, and a lot of people that know more than I do, that have put their careers on the line and can illuminate it clearly, without having to fudge any facts or information, these rushed-to-the-market vaccines... And I'm not going to get into the politics of it at all. I don't want you right now. That's a program for another day. And believe me, that day will come. These companies saw billions of dollars in sales and profits being paid for by worldwide governments. You bet they wanted to get something to market as fast as they could. As long as the Coronavirus was a big deal. They wanted everybody, everybody out there, quote, getting getting that shot. Because they would make money on every arm that was jabbed. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There is no denying that companies like Moderna, that had never had a successful product make it to market since the company came into being, I think it was 2010 or 11, somewhere in that time frame. They had made all these claims to raise lots of money in the marketplace to begin a company called Moderna. And they were promising that they could use this MRNA technology, messenger RNA technology to cure all manner of troubles and diseases. I mean, literally, they were talking about things like cancer and other life-threatening illnesses. And I guess in 2011 or 12 or 13, if you were an investor, knowing that The pharmaceutical industries are generally a decent um, risk and give a decent return on your money. It all sounds pretty good to cash in on something in the biotech field. And a lot of people did. And so Moderna built these beautiful facilities and and corporate headquarters and research uh, laboratories all over. Had some really nice office furniture and websites, social media presence, everything a company does in this day and age. Nothing inherently wrong about that, but I mean, I'm just telling you that this is what they did. And so they went, they went out there to start developing these cures for mankind's worst ailments. And they kept having failure after failure after failure. That's that's something that's easy to find. They just couldn't get anywhere. And the and their chief financial officer is just telling everybody, hang in. there. We're, a development, a breakthrough is just right around the corner. Hold on. Don't panic. We've got something that's going to change the world. Keep investing. We need more money to continue the research. And people did. You know, doing a little bit of reading one of the good things about the internet there's a lot of publications out there material you can find that that predate the pandemic that predate even event 201, which occurred in October of of uh, 2019. And you will find if you if you go back that they were even considering at moderna to, get some income flow to go into the what is called the established vaccine market, conventional vaccines, in order to create a revenue stream to keep the company going because it was getting harder to find new investment money. And they needed to give some return on some of the investment that was there. They couldn't have bad market showings. And not have a product at the marketplace. And then the pandemic came along and, and you know, the rest. It all changed on a dime. Suddenly this technology. And Dr. Malone, we've talked about him on the program over the past couple of years. He's one of the people that worked in this concept of messenger RNA technology. Now, he's not the lone inventor. A lot of people think like to think that he is, but he was definitely one of the researchers and understands the technology better than most. And he's also seen some of the issues, dangers, and problems of that technology over a long period of time. Now, let me put that in perspective, and maybe this will help you. And having had a a wife that had passed away from cancer many years ago, back in 2004, I can understand that if somebody could be given five or six years or seven years of additional life and a good quality of life because of some kind of a medical breakthrough, many people would be wanting to take it. Especially if the cancer you had is going to be terminal in a short amount of time. I get it. And I think a lot of you would understand that, too. And this is the case at that point with experimental mRNAs. But, you know, they almost implied, and I'm just saying this somewhat flippantly, that, you know, this mRNA stuff could cure everything from cancer to male pattern baldness. And here we are, suddenly, let's go back two years ago. Two years ago, on the 1st of November, There was no mRNA vaccine. A matter of fact, people like Dr. Fraud Fauci, and I call him that legitimately for a reason. He's a liar, a proven liar, a serial liar. And he doesn't care who he lies to. Even even officials of the United States government, the United States Senate, doesn't matter. He will lie. And he's been paid a lot of money by the United States government and became a millionaire, too, in the process. There's a lot of millionaires in in our government, which really kind of surprised me. How does that happen on those kind of salaries? But it does. And so when you think of Dr. Fauci, two years ago, Around the first of November, saying it could be years before there's a vaccine. You know this operation warp speed. It's all a pipe dream, kind of. And he was he was dismissing it. All we heard. If you go back to, to the summer, okay, the summer of 2020, heading into fall. All you ever heard from people like fraud Fauci and all the others that were Trump haters. There were two things that the Trump haters and those that want a more global government needed. They needed this pandemic to go into overdrive. They needed to have more fear. They needed to have more control. There's no, you know that, I know that. You can look back and history bears that out without any any debate. They needed that. And at the same time, you have Dr. Birx. Remember her wearing the scarf? And and, and in her own memoirs and books, she admits that she did not like Trump and she was wanting to do him in. So did Fauci. Those two should be in prison for what they did to this country. As traitors in treason and liars, they should be held accountable. There are a few governors that should be held accountable as well for some of the literally evil things they did without any scientific evidence to back up what they did. And you have some, and we shared it yesterday with Governor Hochul in New York, still wanting to put face diapers on little kids in preschool. She still thinks it's a good idea. Keep the fear alive, I'm here to save you from the coronavirus. And so all of these politicians, the so called medical officials in our government, are saying there'll be there'll never be a vaccine. Well, actually they were they were right, there really isn't. But notice that after the election was over, just days. After the election in 2020 came the surprise announcement that there had been a breakthrough at Pfizer and there was a vaccine and Moderna was right behind it. And so was Johnson and Johnson overseas, AstraZeneca. Now, wait a minute. How did all four of these companies and others hit the finish line virtually at the same time right after the election in the United States? That should be one of your first questions. How does that happen? How do they make that happen? The timing was just, it was fearsome. It was it, it was frightening. And, of course, my first reaction, because we didn't know what's in this stuff. I mean, I didn't know. I don't think anybody knew. Maybe a handful of people that understand the technology knew. Some of them were surprised. But notice it came out after the election. And why? Because, see, if that news had come out, let's say, oh, I don't know, 20, you know, two years ago today, the 1st of November, had that news come out two years ago, just like had the news come out in the New York Times or ABC or NBC or CNN about the Hunter Biden laptop. Which they all admit now is true. They knew it was true two years ago. They chose to lie to you. Why do they lie? They love their power, they love their influence, they like being among the elites at the adult table. Everybody on the inside that hated conservatives, I'll just put that as a broad term, they hid the vaccine till after the election. They hid the Hunter Biden laptop. They hid a lot of stuff from you to influence an election. And they used that election for phony ballot harvesting, millions of dollars paid by Zuckerberg himself, 400 and some odd million of his own money to buy an election. That too should be investigated. And if he... Unduly influenced an election, face the prison time that goes with such a crime. But it's not going to happen. Not with our Department of Injustice, with the head derelict, the head reprobate in charge. It's not going to happen. Merrick Garland is just a credent. He's just, he's an incredibly, he's a liar, he's a fraud, he's a partisan, and he's a reprobate. He shouldn't even be allowed in a courtroom. He shouldn't even be allowed to practice law. He shouldn't be allowed near law enforcement because he has essentially, he's essentially a fraud. Oh yeah, we don't care if abortion clinics get burned down. That's okay. We don't care if cities get burned down. That's okay. As long as it's for our cause. But you, you push a, a pro-abortion person that's screaming in the face of your child, out of your child's way, we want to put you in jail for 11 years so let me kind of finish what I'm saying here in this first segment, I do have several of the things that I want to share like I say I promised you on day one that when I make a mistake I will own up to it and I got had And I know that trying to put together a couple of programs early and add to the list to get them done for a good reason, mistakes can happen. But I should have been more diligent. I shouldn't have just taken that audio clip and put it aside as a usable item until I had taken what I normally do, an extra little bit of time to make sure. Because it is sad. And, And it really goes back to a story. And this is what I wanted to kind of share. And this will help you understand the mindset that we live in, in our in our world today. Ran across a story about manipulation and, and also something that is considered some some real using misinformation like a psychological vaccine, okay? And I want you to understand this. If you give little bits of weakened forms of misinformation out there, you can get one of two things to happen. Number one, you can instill people to believe bigger and worse things they normally wouldn't. I mean, a lot of you probably have friends that refuse to even listen to any fair and reasonable ideas on any topic any longer. I don't care if it's medical. I don't care if it's political. I don't care. If it has to do with transgenderism, I don't. It doesn't matter. You have some friends that they don't want to be canceled, so they don't even listen. They just, you know, la 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 la. No, no, I don't want to know. And and the fact checkers out there mostly debunk only the most absurd sounding propositions. And some of our own allies, people you think. Are on our side or your side. They appear out of nowhere and spout outright nonsense. And some of us, like I did, don't think it through and can get caught on it. It happens all the time. And see, it's not a coincidence. It really turns out that many people, whether on the on the COVID side, scientists and what have you, they're inoculating your mind against what they call misinformation. And so they build some credibility by telling you some stuff, putting stuff out there that's not true and making sure you know that it's not true or allowing programs like this and others that are out there to get caught up in that web to discredit those programs. And, And over time, you will consistently believe those that are really the source of the major misinformation. It's kind of like a vaccine. You know, a real vaccine. You know, back in the days you gave a a lower or an attenuated version of something so you would be able to build up a tolerance. Well, they're they're trying to get you to build up a tolerance for the truth. Cuz they don't want you to know that truth. They just don't want you to know the the depth of truth that is out there. They don't want you asking questions on why are so many young people dying in unprecedented numbers? They don't even want you asking the question, why are so many people dying between the age of 18 and 64 at higher rates and they're not COVID deaths? Why are fertility rates in some parts of the world, well, declining? Declining? And stillbirths rising. Are they massive, huge numbers? Not yet, but, they're, but they continue and they continue. And you, there's a, a line you can't deny. The idea is you can build up mental armor and defenses against something that is coming in the future. By using this what I call inoculation against the truth. By putting stuff out there that is not true and then destroying those that try to share that truth and you couple with that what Facebook and Twitter, we'll see what Twitter does over the months ahead, social media and the news media have been doing for ages, trying to absolutely just control the entire narrative. That's what they do. Understand that there are agencies and individuals that have become masters at the art of deception. This is not something new. It's been around for thousands of years, but in this computer age and controlling information, hiding its true sources, making it appear to be something that it isn't, the masters of this are getting better and we have to be more cautious now i have a lot that i want to share before this program is over today i got a couple of other stories and some very important personal things that i absolutely have to share today but i'm going to take just a few moments here if you don't mind uh, to do something a little special well, today is November the 1st, and that's a special day around our household. It's my wife's birthday, and I wanted to take a moment to just share with you how God has blessed me with an incredibly wonderful woman in my life. I've been through a lot, and I would gotten to a point in life that I had just decided, you know, what else is there for me to do I had some hardships and trials, and I decided, shall we say, to give life another shot. Give ministry another shot. And God sent this wonderful woman who had lost her husband back in 2014 to me. And we were married in short order, and that'll be coming up our seventh anniversary next year. And she has been a a godsend to me and a helper in everything that I am doing, encourages me daily. And when I'm discouraged, she can do a lot to pick me up. So to my dear precious wife, Lori Bierman, I wish you a very happy and blessed birthday and may God grant you many, many more. Now. If you believe in the work and the ministry of Truth to Ponder. I need to hear from you as we begin this new month. I'm going to be sharing on the other side of the break a few things going on. And I've got a couple of other very important stories that I really want to get in before the program is over. So I want to get right to it after the break. But if you can help us. there, there I'm looking on my desk at several projects that I'm diligently working on. One. I've got to build a website for a new ministry plant here in Virginia. I have another guy doing a ministry down in Georgia and another one. There's going to be three or four before it's over. I still have ancient word radio. You hear me talk about that and I'm going to be talking about it. Maybe later this week, I'm a little closer than I was. It's something that I've been working on for literally four years. And it's kind of been there on and off. It's a project. And I'm going to need some help on it, uh, primarily content. And then, like I say, this radio program, God is laying on my heart what I need to be doing with this particular radio program. You know, we will continue to share the news and try to put it into the perspective of of God's word. But we're coming into a time, I think, of opportunity the likes of which we have not had in a long time. So if you can help us out, make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address is Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia. Chilhowee, Virginia. C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code in Chilhowee is 24319. That's 24319. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The mold and the light coming up.
1: Shalom Aleichem. This is Jonathan Kahn. your Jewish connection, bring you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you can get and love in a moment. Mold thrives in darkness. Mold does not thrive in the light. You open up your refrigerator and you open up that Tupperware that's been there for five months and you see that. That was most likely kept in the dark. Mold is like sin. It thrives in darkness. It thrives in secret. It thrives in not being lifted up in the light. In the psalm, the psalmist says, I wasted away until I confessed my sin. Then I was free. Then Then it was right. Do you have mold in your life? Are you kind of moldy? Well, if you keep things in the dark and hidden, that secret sin, that bad attitude, that hidden thing you do, that is a mold on your life. It'll keep thriving and growing as long as it's in the dark. Mold cannot, though, thrive in the light, nor can sin. Lift it up to God in the light. Confess it even if it hurts. The word for repentance in in the New Testament, metanoia, means to change a change of mind, to agree with God, to confess. Confess your responsibility you can declare it wrong receive God's forgiveness get it out in the open get that mold out and let him cleanse you of it let's start dealing with it be open be honest to God let the light come in it might be uncomfortable but just like cleaning out mold it's uncomfortable but soon the mold will be gone when you lift it all out have it all out with God you'll be blessed Cuz in the dark your life will get real moldy but lift it up to the light of God and pretty soon your life will become mold free Want more? Ask for the Dragon Slayers on CD. How to overcome... Sin and Sins of Habit. Now, the free gift for you from the awesome Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD. You'll love it. And Sapphire's, your daily spiritual vitamin supply, teachings, and all sorts of things. Uh, you'll get it and a free gift subscription. How do you get this? Free? Easy? Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua. Just write it down, Yeshua, and dial it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 for your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now, one 800 S H U A one I invite you to minister with me to bring salvation to across the world. The most amazing way. You want to touch the world? This is the farthest way your life could ever touch the world for the gospel. Through short Radio, we can blanket the earth how, just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 and you'll find out. That's that's 1-800-YES-HUA-1. You'll be part. All right? Or write me direct. Here's how. The address is The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's The Nice Jewish Boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Conting. Don't be moldy. Shalom Lechem. Peace with you, my friend, and Messiah. Or... How the light of the world?
0: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two, Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Now, I want to take just a moment here as we begin this second segment. I want to share something that's going on personally in my life. Now, this program, I will admit to you, is pre recorded. I had to record all these programs early because, depending upon when you're hearing this program today, I'm having surgery on the 1st of November. What a way for my wife to spend her birthday with me having surgery! And honestly, I've had this on and off problem for, it's been going on quite a while, getting worse, got better for a long time, starting to get worse again. And I'll just come out and say, it's a lot of blood in the urine, like the color of beet juice. And we had looked at it before and and understand with the medical system, the way it has been decimated since 2008, and 2010, it's not like it used to be. Trying to get in to see a doctor, then find a, a, to see a specialist and to get all this stuff done. We've been trying to get to this point since June. June, July, August, September, October, five months have gone by. Finally, today's the day that I'm having the work done to find out what I have. I have had peace about this in spite of how scary it can be. I've had incredible peace about this. And I'm trusting God to get me through whatever it is. Yeah, maybe it's bladder cancer, though, they don't think so, especially when it has come and gone. Maybe it's kidney stones, we just don't know. But it can be problematic, it can be annoying, it can present problems in day-to-day life. And frankly, I just want this behind me and I wanna know. And regardless of what I find out, then I will still continue to serve my Lord, do this radio program, do all the ministry things that God has given me the opportunity and privilege to, to do and serve. And so as we begin this new month, and I thank, I'm thankful that Jim Calhoun is the guest host tomorrow Uh, So I will have at least a day to kind of recuperate. And God willing, I will be doing the program fresh and anew on Thursday. So I I just appreciate your prayers right now, and we just kind of move forward. So that's what's going on personally, and that's how I got nailed on trying to get all these programs together and then not being around to be able to change or do anything after the fact. Because they were all submitted, and they're all on their way where they need to be. And so we just have to deal with it and own up to it, which is what I did at the beginning of the program today. Now, yesterday I spent a lot of time talking about Stacey Abrams, the Democrat Party, and even the churches and denominations that are so all about abortion. And it's not just, you know churches in the black community that are pushing all of this there are many that do and there are many that don't and i've got something i'll share in a moment on that that i found highly encouraging it made my day when when i ran across this and yes i double checked it and did a little bit of research there are a lot of churches out there many in the inner city of many black communities that are all about black politicians, the Democrat Party, and somehow they are just fine with abortion. It's a woman's right to choose, don't you know? But I shared yesterday that in Georgia, where Stacey Abrams wants to be the governor, who's never had, she's not a mother or anything, she is somebody that is just politically motivated. And she is put out there as some kind of a new saint, a new, a new object literally of worship. She's all about social justice, but she's not about the gospel. Her gospel is a gospel of death, not a gospel of life. Her gospel is the guns kill people, not our young people, not our bad parenting not our pathetic education, not our inadequate churches that failed to proclaim the true gospel of Jesus Christ. No, 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 we just need more abortion clinics. Almost sounded like Jeremiah Wright there. No, no, no. And, and they are, they're they're giving a satanic gospel when they teach abortion is all right. And they push for it. And like I say, in, a, in, in the state of Georgia... In 2021, there were 35,000 abortions. Over 20,000 of them, 70, like right at 70%, were black children in the inner city of Atlanta and the Augustas and other locations. And it's like people are blinded to the fact this is genocide. And there is a, a black minister in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And I saw this, and I just rejoiced in in reading about this individual. His name is Johnny Hunter, Dr. Johnny M. Hunter. He's the president of Global Life and Family Mission, a ministry dedicated to promoting traditional family values, racial harmony, and the survival of children around the world. And he's also the national director of life education and resource network, which by the way is the acronym is learn. And a consortium of life affirming pro-family advocates which is predominant African American he's a predominant African American evangelist with a pro-life ministry and man they need it. His background, he was, he co- he's an ordained uh, minister, co-pastored the National Community Church on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., the pastor emeritus of the Church of the Living Water in Buffalo, New York. He's an educator, director of development. Uh, he's all for computer programmers and missionary. And Dr. Hunter currently serves as pastor of worship at Cliffdale Community Church, and on the Virginia Christian Alliance Board of Advisors, as well as an honoree. He and his wife live in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And I'm not exactly sure what year this came out. It it may be fairly recent. I'm trying to get the exact date. It is predominant on his personal Facebook page. It is predominant in his ministry pages And he has this message, and there's a 12-minute clip. I'm not going to play the 12 minutes. But listen to just a little tiny bit of what he had to say. And all I can say is, brother, preach it.
2: It is time. Yes,
0: it is. Amen. Brothers and sisters,
2: it's time for us to go to the streets on this issue. Yes, it is. We need to be in the streets on this issue. Amen. If we look the other way... While our smallest brothers and sisters are being lynched in the womb, Amen. we lose the right to be outraged
3: Come
2: on. that we were once lynched by the Klan. Right. When white supremacist Tom Messer tells his followers to invest their money in ghetto abortion clinics, he's not talking about reproductive rights. He's talking about reproductive racism. Yes, he is. When two guys write a book talking about Steve LeVette, mm-hmm. John Donahue. Mm-hmm. When two guys, Steve Levitt, John Donahue, write a book in which they claim that the high rate of abortion mm-hmm. keeps the rate of crime down, mm-hmm. be assured, they know that a vast majority of American abortion clinics are in black neighborhoods.
3: Oh yes they do, oh yes they do, come
2: on. They know they're in the minority neighborhoods. What we need to understand is that when we let Planned Parenthood into our schools, mm-hmm. when Planned Parenthood put their death camps, when we let them put their death camps in black communities, mm-hmm. in our communities, That's right. and when we sit back and let an elected government official mm-hmm. take money out of our paycheck to pay Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. we have been played like fools.
3: Oh yes, Amen. we have.
2: Jesus the fact is, if we tolerate something as evil as abortion. We cannot be surprised if it turns around and is used against us. We can't be surprised if it's turned around and used against us. We can't be angry if it's turned around and used against us.
0: Now that is a message that needs to be heard literally around the world. Literally around the world. And here in the United States, in particular, it needs to be heard in Newark, New Jersey. Detroit, Michigan, Atlanta, Georgia, among many other cities, Birmingham, Alabama. It needs to be heard. Life is something that Satan hates. And it doesn't matter what the color of your skin is, Satan wants you dead and separated from God and to have people like the phony Reverend Warnock, or I should call him Warlock. The man has a heart of stone, a heart of evil, claiming to be a shepherd when he's a wolf in sheep's clothing, preaching about a woman's right to kill her child in the womb. And don't think it's just in the black community. Then you have Episcopalian priestesses running around blessing abortion clinics with their with their lesbian Methodist pastorette friend. Or maybe somebody from the ELCA, you know, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. They bless abortion clinics and they're doing the work of Moloch. They're not worshiping the one Lord Jesus Christ. They're worshiping a demon. Period. And this demonic influence has permeated so much of our society, our media, our news media, and yes, our politicians who have damned themselves for buying into this false gospel. Now listen to what Dr. Johnny Hunter had to also say. This just lasts less than a minute.
2: Now the point is not that killing a black child is worse than killing a white child. It's not, on, mm-hmm. regardless of the victim's skin color,
3: That's right. eye color, That's right.
2: or hair color, Come on now. legalized abortion is a crime against all humanity,
3: hey, man. Hey, man.
2: every right. one of us, mm-hmm. but it's also, it's like a loaded gun, mm-hmm. aimed right between our eyes. Jeez. Well. And every time we walk into a voting booth,
3: oh, yes. yeah. Come on.
2: and we help elect the politician who says he pro-choice, mm-hmm. by pulling that lever, every time we pull that lever for a pro-choice, we pull the trigger on that loaded gun. Come on, man. Say so. And a child dies.
0: And he yeah. is absolutely right. Every time you pull the lever for a pro-choice politician, doesn't matter the party, though we know that there's one party in the United States where it is literally a sacrament because abortion is their primary sacrament for their satanic religion of death and control. Every time, well, I didn't like trump so i decided not to vote well you might as have you might as well have voted for biden because that's what you did and you put a pro-death candidate in the white house pro-death candidates in the senate pro-death candidates in the house of Representatives. phony catholics phony frauds like nancy pelosi i'm a good catholic i pray but i but i believe a woman has the right to terminate and and have their child butchered in the womb you satanic witch! You and Reverend Warlock in Georgia deserve each other. I am sick and tired of people putting up with these politicians. If a politician is pro death, do not allow him to get near office or power. He is an agent of the devil himself, seeking to destroy and devour. These are pathetic excuses for human beings. And then you got Warlock or Warnock pretending he's the pastor of what was once formally a respected church in Atlanta, Georgia. He has he has decimated that pulpit and bought Satan behind it to preach. That pulpit is now the pulpit of Satan himself. And I'm tired of these woke churches like the Episcopalians, the Methodists, some Presbyterians, and some Lutherans that think this is all wonderful stuff abortion, transgenderism, the insanity. This is brain syphilis of satanic origin destroying churches from within. This is what I feel called to fight. I've had enough. I'm not going to allow them to dominate the conversation any longer. I'm not going to allow them to claim they're a church. A church is the living body of Christ. If you have rejected Jesus Christ, if you have rejected the scripture, if you rejected the law and the teaching that is unbroken in the church, you are not a church. You're an organization. You're a club. You're a group. You're a coven. I've had enough. I can't do this. I can't allow people to say, well, my vote doesn't count. Yes, it does in Georgia. Yes, it does. Maybe the other candidate is not perfect. Sorry if you don't think you can only vote for perfect people. You're not a perfect person and Jesus voted for you to die in your place. I agree. Sometimes it is. Choosing between the lesser of two evils. I get it. But if you decide your vote has to be so pure you're an idiot and you're allowing Satan to win, oh, but then the rapture will get me out. You are a fool. You're a fool if you believe that. You're being played. It's time for Christians to stop hiding in their churches, stop hiding behind their hymnals, and get out there and share the true gospel. I can remember, I'm going back literally 45 some odd years ago, Little Tocoa, Georgia. I got invited to a predominantly black church. And there was a guy that I used to work with at that radio station. His name is Detroit Steeple, and he did a program called The Old Ship of Zion. And I used to love visiting their churches as they worshiped, as they heard God's word. And let me tell you, we could learn a lot about singing praises to God, hymns of adoration and hymns of inspiration, hymns just like this one.
3: Time is filled with swift transitions.
0: is a powerful message holding on to God's unchanging hand you know right now as I mentioned before today this program was recorded in advance and and I did that because today I'm having a procedure done we're hoping to find out what has been going on with me health-wise as I've shared before this is concerning and maybe finally finally we're getting to some resolution on this there is so much that needs to be done and too many of us don't even know where to start sometimes but it starts really in in repairing if needed in creating if never existing that relationship with jesus christ to be a part of his true church remember church is not a building it's not a club it's not an organization it is the living body of Christ on this earth. And those that claim to be pro-choice, those that claim to be all about transgender and social justice and never never preach about sin or the blood of Christ. They're apostate. They're synagogues of Satan. That's the term that St. Paul used. Jesus used that term. We see all these beautiful church buildings run by by people that claim to be Christians, but they are wolves in sheep's clothing. They're liars and they're frauds and they're dangerous. They have worked their way into churches, governments, and schools. We have to stand up. We have to take these things that have been stolen from us back, including the stolen lives of children in the womb can't be any more direct about it. Had abortion been around in 1953 instead of 1973, I wouldn't be here today doing this program. Every abortion takes a real human life. And somehow we are blinded. Too many are blinded or they don't care or, yeah, but I like this candidate because he'll give me this stuff. Don't be deceived. If you believe in our mission and ministry, pray for us and consider supporting us financially if you can send us a check made payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510 in the city of Chilhowie, which is spelled C H I H O W I E. Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code in Chilhowie is. 24319. That's 24319. You can also support us from the website, which is number 2 pondercom And until tomorrow, may God bless you, is my prayer. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth.